there, right? Feed, feed your soul. I want to challenge you. So dive into the story of Jesus' birth. I myself is reading Lee Strobel, Case for Christmas. Lee Strobel is a great apologist and journalist that was an atheist and became Christian investigating Christ. Um, so I'm reading Case for Christmas. Listen to Christian music, Christian Christmas music. Watch Christmas movies. Decorate, right? Surround yourselves with songs that celebrate Christ's birth and join Christmas movies and decorate for the season. Another thing I want to remind you is prioritize joy, celebration, and worship. Listen to this. Intentionally plan for joy, for challenges find their own way into your life. Schedule joy. Plan for joy. Archive. Record. Put it in. Christmas in the books. For some of you guys who are internet savvy, you can take a lot of pictures through Christmas, and you know that in Google, in Google Pictures, I think it's called, Google Photos, you could make a book. You could print a book, and they could send it to you, and you could store it. That's why I'm going to start the tradition this year in my family, right? Castro Christmas 2023, take a bunch of pictures this month, and then print the book, right? So let's live out the Christmas spirit. Let's fight to keep the Christmas spirit. So a few weeks ago, I spoke about uh, spiritual ABCs, right? Always uh, ABC, admit, believe, confess, justification, God came down to justify us, right? Sanctification, we are called to come out of this world. Glorification, one day we're to come home and wear our crown. Jesus says in my father's house, there are many mansions, praise the Lord. Uh, heavenly housing lottery, amen. <laughs> and then a few weeks ago, Chaplain Pete spoke about reflections for a champion. I mean, a chap. Well, he is a champion. He's a champion chaplain, right? And then he spoke about someone brought me to church. Someone served me and let me belong before I believe. Someone prayed with me and someone believed in me. And for you to be somebody, someone, right? And to pay it forward and pray it forward. Last week, I spoke about embracing the fullness of God's promises, right? Living the Zoe life, uh, shalom, the peace, and receiving shalom, God's peace, and living the cruciform life, right? Vertical and horizontal. So let me give you Christmas 101. Christmas celebrates the birth of Jesus Christ, a pivotal event in the world history, galaxy history, and in Christian faith, symbolizing God's love for humanity. It's a time for joy, reflection, and gratitude. Where Christians worldwide, we're talking about Catholics, we're talking about Orthodox, we're talking about Coptics, we're talking about Pentecostal, we're talking about Charismatics, we're talking about Baptists, all the people who proclaim Jesus is Lord, uh, celebrate the Lord. And this holiday fosters love, peace, and a community spirit. I think there was this movie called Narnia, the book, and it said, without G, um, there was like this bad zone or parallel universe, and they said, it was endless winter without Christmas. And they were like, oh, that's like a prison, right? And so Christmas brings joy to a, a literally a dark season. So today's the three C's of Christmas, Christ, characters, and celebration. We're going to explore quickly the significance of Christ's birth, right? The roles of characters in Christ, in the Christmas account and how to celebrate this season meaningfully without being, uh, you know, without falling into debauchery, 
right? And to embrace Jesus, the greatest gift is about living a life of joy and purpose. And we, listen, we often find what we truly seek. Seek Christ in Christmas. So the first C, Christ is the heart of Christmas. Luke chapter two, verse 11. Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. First Timothy 2, 5. For there is only one God and one mediator who can reconcile God and humanity, the man Christ Jesus. Tim Keller, who passed away, who's a great mind, had a great mind for the Lord, said, God had punched a hole in the roof of the world and has climbed in. That's amazing. So it's my prayer, right? That the Holy Spirit will give you an illumination, a revelation that the incarnation of God in the person of Jesus Christ was a history-altering, life-transforming, paradigm-shattering event. Right? I can talk to you all day. You'll be bored. But just, I pray that be your prayer. Let me pray for you. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that you give them a revelation of the advent, of the incarnation. That Jesus Christ is the human face of God. That other religions try to reach up, but in Christianity, God came down. And Father, I pray, Lord God, that through people's reading plans, through the worship music, through prayer, that you would give them an illumination, an understanding, a revelation that breaks them, that makes them cry. Not out of emotions, but out of deep, deep appreciation and gratitude and brokenness. In Jesus' name, amen. So the next scene, oh, I forgot, to, I had a little bit more, right? So when Jesus Christ came down, Jesus came to rescue you, to recover you, and to reconnect you, right? You know and I know, we can't solve all our problems on our own. Without Jesus, we're trapped in the expectation of others. We're reliving trauma that happened to you when you were four, seven, 12, right? We're trapped in addiction. Jesus came to rescue. Jesus came to recover the parts of your life that's been lost. And Jesus came to re reconcile and reconnect you. God isn't mad at you. He's mad about you. Amen? So the characters in the Christmas account. We're not going to go over them too much, but I want you to study them this month. There was Mary, right? Young girl, powerful young lady. Oh, I can't wait to... So I wish there's a replay in heaven so I could see everything. Powerful teenage girl. Contemplate. You know, this uh, philosopher Peter Kreef said Mary was the greatest philosopher because several times she said Mary thought about it. She contemplated it, right? She talked to Gabriel, uh, Angel Gabriel, a messenger, an archangel messenger. And she thought about things and she wrote a song and she had faith. She said, let it be, right? So I pray that we have a little Mary in our lives. Then it was Joseph, faithful, devoted, courage, risking social capital. I know his family was making fun of him. I know people were counting months and all that stuff. But he heard from the Lord. He put his ego aside. I remember PD preached about this in Pastor Kenny a while ago. Great man. There was the shepherds who received this message with joy, eagerness. They didn't think about it. They was just being about it, 
right? Let me tell you, Kevin Kelly, an internet uh, AI AI genius, he said that enthusiasm adds 30 IQ points. And they were enthusiastic. Then there was, there was Anna, the prophetess, old. She was old, going to the temple, waiting for the Messiah, and rejoiced when she saw a baby Jesus. And some of us, we've been waiting for our breakthrough. And we're waiting. And may we may we stay faithful like Anna. Same thing with Simeon. Then there was the Magi. People touched by their ancestors who met the uh, prophet Daniel. Right? And waited. And they had more faith. And these were pagans. These were uh, Gentiles. Men and women from the East and Africa who, who, who searched. And they brought gifts. The gold represent Christ's kingship, the frankincense, his priesthood, and the myrrh foreshadowing his death. And so we all still have a part to play. We all still have a script in this story arc of the kingdom of God. And may you read your script. May you not live with fear. May you stand on your faith. Stand on business. Stand on kingdom's business. Amen. And may these, may you, as you study the, the characters and the people around the first advent, and the incarnation, may you be motivated. Remember what the Russian author said? That is a great sin, not uh, to live your own life, right? To, to kind of like live under your potential because of fear. And then lastly is celebrating the joy of Christmas. Psalms 133.1, the uh, psalm for pilgrims ascending to Jerusalem, a psalm of David. How wonderful and pleasant it is when Brothers, and I will add sisters, live together in harmony. Colossians 3.16. Let the message about Christ in all its richness fill your lives. Teach and counsel each other with all the wisdom he gives. That's why we do discipleship talk. Sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to God with a thankful heart. This is the ingredients for a powerful church. So Christmas is a time for joy and worship. And we know a lot of times with this thing called seasonal affective disorder, right? People biologically have a hard time in the winter. And that's why you have to have an intentional plan. And that plan has to include health, right? Plan for joy. Challenges make their way. Celebrate Christmas with a deeper uh, awareness of a deeper meaning and joy it brings. And then uh, lastly, remember the preciousness of time with loved ones. We don't have unlimited Christmas Christmases with our parents. We don't have unlimited Christmases with our coworkers. Don't waste a Christmas because you don't know when it's the last one. I remember my mom was supposed to die. Me and Petey were there and she had a heart attack and Jimmy came running in. And I remember she was like, I want one more Christmas. And I remember she was in a hospital bed, looked like she was dying. And I said, Mom, do you want to live? Because if you want to go with God, that's okay. And she, she said she wants to live. And I said, then you will live. And then on the last Christmas, she was sitting there just smiling, looking crazy, just smiling and so happy. I think she knew. And so let's make Christmas special, not just for us, but for our loved ones, for the elders in our family, for the seniors in our families, for the little ones. Amen? Father, I pray that you bless us, Lord God, with a deep understanding of the characters 
and that part we play and the role we play in other people's lives at Christmas, and that we will learn how to celebrate without debauchery, without dilemmas and drama, that we will learn the joy of the Lord. And Father, I pray, Lord God, that we will make plans and that we will archive and we will reflect and remember and that we will bless the elders in our family and the young ones in our family. In Jesus' name, amen. So in conclusion, this Christmas, let us focus on Christ, the central figure of our celebrations, remembering the faith of those around the Christmas birth, celebrated with a renewed understanding of God's love through intentional devotional reading. Let's seek Christ at Christmas, embracing the revelation of his incarnation as the most important moment in the history of the universe. And let that guide our joy and fellowship. Don't let the devil's lies, the world's fears, and the grieving Holy Spirit or grieving the Holy Spirit dampen your spirit. Fight to keep the Christmas spirit alive. Remember the words of the old Russian novelist. Your worst sin is that you've destroyed or betrayed yourself, but nothing. We must stand in awe, astonishment, and wonder. Share your ideas and inspiration. Your commitment and conviction may ignite a similar passion in other Christians to center Christ in Christmas. A winter without the warmth and light of Christmas is like a prison. Let us break free and spread the joyous spirit of Christ's spirit, Christ's birth and transforming our surroundings with love and grace. And the three C's today was Christ, characters, and celebrations. Father, I pray, Lord, that you bless your people. May this sermon sink in their heart and produce much fruit. In Jesus' name, amen and amen.